he was filming. I didn't know it. Well, once again, we certainly appreciate all of that streaming, whatever platform you're streaming from. And we also have a, a, a tri-state broadcast. We have been on television for, uh, what is it, 2019? About 18 years, something like that, here and off in the television ministry uh, to the Mid-South. And uh, we appreciate all of those that are being uh, encouraged, that are receiving some things that you have not heard and have not uh, been able to experience or be exposed to. We appreciate you so much. It's, it's, I haven't been out nowhere lately. You know, I was telling my wife, every time we go somewhere, you know, I'm, I'm cautious and uh, about my surrounding, but now I have to pay attention when someone is saying, excuse me, sir, or uh, 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 so-and-so, so-and-so, and I have to stop because they say, look, I, we appreciate uh, your teaching, the broadcast that you all giving us. We love it so much. I'm learning so much. I'm talking about from the young to seniors down at the VA. Everywhere I go, uh, people are being exposed to the kingdom message, which is really helping them. So uh, we can't do that without the support of the partners here at Empowerment Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. So you always ought to uh, look at yourself and say, I made that happen. I'm a part of that. And that's a great thing to be a part of. So we're going to get right into our teaching. And that is, uh, we're in a father series of our fight for the family. I saw a DJ t-shirt. I said, I should have worn my t-shirt. Okay, so um, in this area we want to go in this morning is key, key function of father. Key function of fathers. And we're going to use the keys of the kingdom to show us key functions of the father. Now, when you mention the word key, you're going to uh, deal with something that's, that's probably put away or that's in a safe place or is not acceptable to everybody, accessible to everybody. You understand? When Yeshua says, I give you the keys of the kingdom, I'm going to give you access to the kingdom of heaven principles, ways, word, commands, laws, and culture that you'll be able to take that and live on earth as a kingdom citizen. Now, when we talk about fathers, we're looking at the foundation. And one uh, picture I had up was a house that was falling apart as a result of the foundation falling apart. The foundation falling apart. Now, as I was uh, looking at this, the Holy Spirit really began to uh, talk to me. You know, I'm just open all the time and I'm listening, you know, on what he want to say. You know, I'm not going back trying to dig nothing up or anything like that. He have, and I was looking at some stuff eight years ago. You know, we was teaching about, you know, fathers functioning homes and stuff like that. Just go all the way back and just looking at some things. And uh, this came up in me very strong as I've been hearing it all week about function. See, father is not a title. It's a functioning position. And I could sense the Holy Spirit not being vexed, but being grieved as a result of the condition and the functioning or the malfunctioning of fathers. I felt that. I feel it right now. And so as I was in it, uh, you know, just... I just, just felt it. I just, I feel the way you feel. And there are things out here redefining families, redefining fathers, you know, everything been re redefined. And that's based on the world culture and not the kingdom culture. Because the kingdom has not changed. However, our culture in this world is changing all the time. Y'all catching this? So uh, I'm going to give you, uh, first of all, I want to just re review you on some things. And that is the kingdom keys principle. Since we're talking about the key function of father, we're going to look at some kingdom keys principle. What is a principle? Principle is a what? 
a set of governing rules or laws, a set. It's not just one thing, it's a system that network and work together. So the keys of the kingdom are the what? Principles, precepts, we've really been talking about precepts, and the source. Precepts is the source of your thought. So while we're on here, what is your image of a father? Who or what you think a father is? How you think a father should function? Uh, apparently, only 30% of the people in our local area know about that, or less. If you look at the stats, you, you understand? Uh, this is an area when we see that knowledge have been covered up purposely and uh, strategically to prevent people from understanding what a father is, that's an area as a kingdom citizen and as an ambassador I really need to go after. Because that's the main, that's the root of the problem. So we got precepts, which is the original idea or thought, then laws and systems by which the what? Kingdom does what? Function. The keys must be. That, that's mandatory. It's not, this, this is not this grace stuff. I'll do it when I get ready. No, the keys must be learned and applied by the who? Citizens. Now, Colossians, well as uh, FEM said, we are citizens of heaven. You understand? We, are, we have dual citizenship. There's a, a world system of government, and there's a kingdom system of government. And when we got born again, we took on a new citizenship. We got a passport that's stamped with heaven seal. So we are recognized by heaven as legal citizens in the earth sent by heaven to do something on this earth. You catching this? In order to do what? Appropriate the benefits and privileges to our life. So if we're not living based on the precepts, the laws, and the systems of the kingdom of heaven in the earth, then we are actually doing it on our own. You understand? We're just like everybody else. You know, just working hard, doing this, doing that, doing the other, and it's a struggle, and we're going to wind up, you know, just like everybody else is, is going to end up. You know, retiring, you know, uh, not having enough to really enjoy your life. You don't work 40 years to make somebody else's dream come true. When you finally retire, you're barely making it. Okay? If we don't prepare, that's what's ahead. Okay? Now, let's look at some stats here, and we're going to get into these key functions and see how important it is for us to learn it. I want you to just let this sink in. So when we get into these functions, I'm going to have five today, you know, hopefully I'll cover those. But uh, something should click on the inside. In your belief system, something should stand up as we look at these stats. So here's the father. This is, this, these are worldly stats. This is coming from the system, okay? The father absence crisis in America. There is a crisis in America, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, 19.7 million children more than one in four live without a who? He didn't say a man. Now, there's a different uh, description between a man and a father. I was looking at something last night, and uh, a lot of female minds have been conditioned from birth up to only get with a man who got money. Okay, y'all won't say nothing, but I'm going to say it again. Have been conditioned. It's not your fault you was brought up like that in a culture like that. If he don't have money, I don't want to talk to him. Because he can't do nothing for me. I got my own money. I can buy my own cars. I mean, you need, at least need to have more than what I got. All right. All right. 
Consequently, there is a what? Father factor in nearly all the societal ills facing America today. Research shows when a child is raised in a father absent home, he or she is affected. And I showed you some of those stats, and I'm going to show you some now. He, they are what? Affected because the foundation, the pattern, the source is missing. Well, what to expect? If you don't, don't ask me to build a house without a, 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 some plans. I don't know what you want because people change. We done built the house now. I, I want this room over there and this one over I mean, we'll be there forever trying to get it straightened out. You understand? So if, if you and I, if we don't have a pattern, we have been designed, built by Elohim, to follow patterns, to follow plans, to follow a source. No one is independent. You understand? No one is independent. Now, if we don't have that source, that plan, to, uh, the pattern to follow, then something else is going to come in and present itself as the original. And it's not. And that's why Yeshua said, and Yochanan called John 8, he said, uh, he told the religious people that you of your daddy, the devil. And people tell me, we all God's children. I, I disagree. Yeshua disagree. The word disagree. He said, you belong to your father, the devil, and you do what he like doing. That's what you do. You understand? So when you look at families and the structure of family based on culture, you're going to get a different perception relative to the kingdom design and the way the king has said family should function and what is their source. All right, so let's look at some of these. Now, I, we didn't make these up. These didn't come from the scripture. Scripture told us about this long years ago. Before computers existed, this was already written in the word. So it says 63% of young suicide, of youth suicide, are from what? Fatherless homes. Uh, 90%, 90, 90, that's huge, percent of all homeless and runaway children are from who? Fatherless homes. 85% of all children, it's not just black, this is everybody. Blacks are even worse. Black American stats are even worse. 85% of all children who show behavior disorders come from what? Fatherless homes. 80% of rapists with anger problems come from what? Father's home. Daddy didn't beat his butt and knock some sense in it. 71% of all high school dropouts come from? 75% of all adolescent patients in chemical abuse centers come from? He didn't say motherless, did he? He said fatherless, right? That's telling us if the mother is the answer, those stats wouldn't be like that. Hear that now. If the mother is the answer, the stats wouldn't be there. You can be 100% mother, all the way live mother 24-7, but the stats saying if a father's not there, you're still going to get that. And the mother's holding down that other percent to make that what it is. So that's telling us something, isn't it? All right. There's a big thing that's missing. This is a national world crisis right now. It's a crisis everywhere you look. So as ambassadors, we got the answer. And we need to give what? The answer. The tribe of Yisrael, of Yisachar, called, uh, how you say it in the English? I don't forget how to say it. Now I'm saying it in Hebrew. So Yisachar, Yisachar, the scripture says, when First Chronicles 32, he says that the tribe of Yisachar had knowledge of the times and knew what Israel ought to do. They knew. They had knowledge. They could see the times. 
see what was going on. They could uh, understand the different events that were taking place relative to the kingdom presentation of a prophetic moment about to arrive. They knew that, and we're supposed to know that. The anointing that was on those 12 is on every ambassador today. There are uh, diversities of gifts. We have different gifts that blend together, but relative to having insight into the kingdom, the keys, we got it. And if we don't have it, it's because of a lack of what? Study. You understand? All right. Now, relative to fathers, there's a greater responsibility on fathers. I didn't say men. I said fathers. Because we are born a man, a male. You understand? You can only be mentored into that level of being a father by another father. You got to have a pattern to follow so you know your pattern is the right pattern that you are following. That, that, those are principles. Though no one is independent. The only one, listen, when Yeshua came here, he said, what you see me do is what I hear my what? Father. What you hear me say is what I hear my what? Father say. I'm not here to do my will, but who? My father's will. So no one is independent. We got to be mentored by another father. Now this next picture, I want you to look at it. You're looking at those stats because you still got children crying out. I mean, they are bleeding on the inside asking this question here. Y'all see this? Now I looked at that. I, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> I kind of got tore up on the inside. And you should get tore up. Because you see this little boy, he's looking for his father. He is looking for a pattern, a source, you understand, that he can pattern himself after. Without that, they're going to do something different. You catching it? All right. Okay. Now, look at some more stats. Um, men at, with absent fathers are more likely to become what? This is just. Men with absent fathers are more likely to become what? Why? Because you, you don't have nothing to go by. What you, you're going to turn out the same way. I mean, those serpent know this. He said, just take that father away and then won't nobody be able to mentor this young man into being a father. I got him. Just, just take the father out. I got him. That's it. You catching it? All right. And look at this one right here. Just the facts. Involved dads improve their children overall emotional and social well-being. So just paying, if you're not, you know, in the home with that child, and we got a lot of this, you know, because people just get married to people they don't supposed to be getting married to, and people have babies by people they don't supposed to have babies by. It's just, it's just happening all the time. And so that put that father outside of that home. You understand? Now, he, if he is outside the home and yet given access to those children, it's going to be a better turnout. But if you lady clown and acting a monkey and trying to just exercise or exert your dominance and your control and you running the show well you didn't he needed something else the child support check didn't get it so you can't see him this week you just stepped out of hell and going back in the hill because you just contributed to this stat and then a the father don't want to come around because of the cantankerous mother trying to exert her control you don't you don't own nobody I listen to both sides. Are y'all listening to this? So as much as, I'm, talk, I'm talking about just a man. I'm talking about a father. And you have to find what a father is. Because just because you got pregnant by him, had a baby, doesn't mean he was a father. Doesn't mean he was a sperm donor. 
Y'all getting it? All right. So you need to, we need to look at things because if he in the home, and some are in the home, and they don't have no say-so. Uh, whatever your mama say, you know, just do what your mama say. Okay, all right, son, so-and-so this. You just go to work and come back, and that's it. That's out of order. So you got men in the home who are out of order because they won't take their place as a father. You got men out of the home. They are not allowed to be what they could be to those children. And I understand some of these sneaky, low-down, trifling jokers need to be somewhere else. I understand that. But if you're doing stuff out of bitterness and stuff like that and keeping the separation going, that's another story. You know, some, you got blended families and stuff like that and now all the drama that go on when you try to do a visitation, all this, all this bitterness and hatred, all that kind of stuff, you have to keep them out of the environment and you have to talk to them. All right, so those are some stats. Let's look at some key functions. Let's look at function number one. Fathers are what? Builders of the what? Family name and nations. See, when the father in heaven look at the result of a mentored father in the earth, he's not looking at just you and your family. He's looking at nations that's coming out of you. And it's his mindset for these principles that you are teaching, this pattern that you are revealing to, the, to those children to continue on and on and on. So one man can father a nation. That's the principle of the kingdom. It's not just your family, it's nations. It's longevity, you get it? All right, now, and you will find this in Bereshit 2.15 called Genesis. It says, then uh, Yahweh Elohim took Adam, put him in the Garden of Eden to work and take care of it. Of course, you know that word work is the Hebrew word abad, and it means to do what? Cultivate the earth with the vision of heaven that you have inside of you. I want the pathway, the way I do things in heaven, you establish that in the earth. That's how you are to do this. And the second word is shamar. And when you look at the spelling of shamar, you got a shin, mem, resh. Shin, mem spell name. And then resh is ruler or prince. So he was giving him two jobs to do. You understand? Colonize the earth and also glorify and establish my name, my character, who I am and what I represent in the earth and in your family because it also means to pastor, to watch over, to take care of. I'm not responsible for Demetrius' family. I'm responsible for mine. Demetrius is not responsible to watch over, care for, and pastor my wife. He'd he be dead. It ain't working like that. <laughs> so I'm not in Demetrius' house uh, trying to take care of my daughter. When I gave her to him, I was through with it. I don't even, Renee, have to tell me how to get over that. I still miss the turn. I'm not saying we should fellowship, but once a person get married, then the mother and father is saying, I've done it, here they are. And then the children need to hear that. Once you get married, you are to respect that family, that home, that relationship, just like you would anybody else. I know that's your dad or your mama. That means you don't be on the phone with them 24-7. You're disrespecting that husband or that wife. I want my wife, mine, to be full for me, to be strong for me. I don't need no lot of emotional damage coming from a grown rascal out here, you know, still being, you know, connected by, uh, under the mother's dress tail. But we don't hear that, do we? Yeah, but, but we need to hear that. It's the same thing. Okay? Now, um, 
in terms of building, let's look at Genesis 18 and 20. These are key functions. Remember, father is not a position, it's a function. You understand? So that father is the source of what that family is going to be. If you are married, your wife is built to look to you. But you don't know nothing. She is built to watch what you are doing and the way you handle yourself so that she can support it, uphold it, and help reproduce it. Whatever you give to your wife, you'll take it and multiply it and give it back to you. Now, if there is no vision of heaven, if there's a different vision, she's going to multiply it and give it back to you. So men that are married, understand me. Now, this is very, very important here. You need to understand your whole family is looking to you. are the source, the father design. You remember when father made uh, male and female in his image, his likeness. Y'all remember that? That there was a spirit that he made, he created. And then he uh, uh, formed the body. Y'all remember that? And he put that spirit and soul into that body, body and called him Adam. And that male body, uh, within that body was every human being that would ever walk the face of this earth. Was, when, was in one body. Then he says, it's not good that Adam be what? All in one. When he said Adam, he was not only making reference to the male because what? All human beings was in him. So when he said Adam, he was making reference to what? All humankind. It's not good that everybody be in one body. So that male man was housing everybody within himself. You seeing it? Everybody was living in who? Adam's house. And when he brought the female body out, Masa'izanigad, he brought her out of him so that they can come together and children would come from their father through their mother. Now the mother is the one that does what? House who? The babies, right? And bring them into the earth. But she was not the first one to do that. Adam was. Him being the what? Source. You catch this concept. He was the source. So he was a source of everything that happened after that. Just like a child grow 40 weeks in the mother's womb and, and, and is nurtured and carried and you know, in that, that water, you understand? That, that, that's not the first time that happened. It happened originally with Adam, the male, the father. The father of all human beings' body in the earth was the earthly father, Adam. The father of all our spirits and souls is the heavenly father in heaven. He took that spirit and soul, pulling it earthly body, and then everybody else came out of what? Bodies came out of earthly body, but your spirit came from the heavenly father. Catching it? All right, now look at uh, Barashi 18 and 16. Father's a function. You, your function is to build a family name. Your function is to build a nation. Now, this nation, we're looking at the stats. You can't say there's a solid nation. Any nation carry those stats in trouble. All right, so he says, when the men got up to leave, they looked down toward Sodom. And Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Then Yahweh said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Why did he even consider him? He, he's going to tell you in a minute. But remember, this is not Abraham, but this is Abraham. This is the same father who was going to sacrifice his son to the father out of obedience. This is a father whose relationship with his son was so tight that his son would do anything his father asked him to do. He knew who Yahweh was through his father, and he knew that Yahweh said, give me your son for a sacrifice. And Isaac said, Daddy, you know, uh, 
First he said, where, where's, the, where's the ram? I know we're going to sacrifice, we're going to worship. You done taught me how to worship. You done taught me the word. You done taught me the ways of the Father. I know we're going to make a sacrifice, but where's the lamb? And what did Abram uh, say? He said to him, the Lord will provide. I'm just doing what he told me to do. Is it possible for him to bring nations out of me if he's getting ready to kill the seed in which he's going to do it by? I know he got another plan, so that's not my problem. I'm just going to get this knife in my hand. I'm going to go through everything I need to go through. And Isaac, you know what he said? Yes, he said to his dad, okay, dad, let's do this. Well, oh, dad, can you, did you talk to mom about this? Uh, 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 dad, don't you think uh, a hammer had no question? And this is the goal for every father to have their sons and daughters, this type of relationship. And the enemy fight that. Like hell he fight against that. So he says, shall I have from Abraham what I'm about to do? Abraham will surely, come on, verse 18, Abraham will do what? Surely become a great and powerful what? He didn't say family, he said nation. Because the promise he gave to him was nations. A powerful nation and what? All nations on the earth will be blessed through him because this is the man that the father in heaven used to get the original or last Adam back into the earth to restore man. And that's why you go to Galatians chapter 3. He said, if you're the seed of Abraham, then you're the seed of the Messiah and inheritors of the blessing. For I have chosen him so that he will do what? I have chosen him because he's a mighty prophet. I have chosen him because he's a great warrior. I've chosen him because he is a very wealthy man. I've chosen him because he possesses uh, uh, knowledge that far passes anybody in the earth. I've chosen him because he is a great athlete. He's all-star. I've chosen him because he's a great rapper, musician, or singer. I've chosen him because he is a powerful political leader. He didn't choose him for any of that. He said, I chose him because of what? so that he will direct or command his children and everybody in his house, because household is the Hebrew letter word, but yet that's what is spelled out there, after him to do what? Keep the way of Yahweh by doing what is right and just, so that Yahweh will bring about for Abraham what he had promised him. What he has promised him was based on him being a pattern to his family of what's right and what's just. How could he provide that pattern if the father had not communicated that to him? He had already showed the foundation. He had already uh, showed that he had the potential to be this man. Even though he listened to his wife, Adam listened to his wife. It's a, it's a genetic thing. You understand? You remember he lied? Uh, to king, which king that was? Uh, one of the kings of Egypt, he lied to him. And because Sarah looked like my wife, and he knew uh, at that time, if your wife looked good and the king wanted her, he took her and killed you. That was one of the customs of the kingdoms of the world. So he said, no, that's my sister, man. But you know what? The, fa the promise that the father had gave him stirred up, I think it was uh, it's coming to him, this king stirred him up to the point that he went to Abraham, just let, just let you know them black African kings knew, knew Yahweh too. You understand? They don't want to tell you that. But he stirred him up in a vision and said, don't you touch her. If you touch her, I'm going to kill you. 
And so the king came there, man, why you lie to me, man? You, I'm, you, man, I'm about to die because you told me that was your sister. If you had told me that was your wife, I know the same Yahweh that you know. I know him too. Ain't no way I would have put my hands on that woman. But what was Abraham? It was gen genetics. Genes are powerful. Same thing Adam did, did he not? He listened to his wife, and then he had the nerve to tell the father, well, the woman you gave me, I, I listened to her. You gave, if you hadn't gave her to him, I wouldn't have done that, by the way. You put me in a, uh, a wrong position. Abimelech, that was a king. All right? So you see in this, this function of building a family name? This is why you read about Abraham as being a father of faith. His name is all through scriptures in the Tanakh as well as the Messianic scriptures because of his commitment to what? Family. Being a what? Father. Y'all remember him and his nephew had a situation there. Lot got blessed because he was connected to Abram. He, he was getting all of that because of his connection to a covenant man who had a promise on him. You, you understand this? And that covenant man was a foundational source and a pattern of a father being taught by the father. They went through a lot. It was 25 years later before Yisik ever came, was, was born. Because he had to bring order into the family. We're going to look at it. He had to bring order into the family because before Sarah, it was Sarai. And if you look at the meaning for Sarai, it means boss lady. One is who in charge. A princess who was running the show. So he couldn't work with her like that. So he changed. He said, your name won't be Abram. It'd be Abraham. And you don't call her Sarai. She, she got the, you know, you call her Sarai mean what? Mighty princess. You understand? And from that point on, Sarah was walking in acknowledgement of her role and her play and called her husband Lord. Sometimes my wife asks me, she'll tell me, what can I get you, my Lord? And Caleb be looking like, wait a minute, ain't but one Lord. And then the scripture says over in 1 Caleb, he said, you are the daughters of Sarah if you walk and live with your husband in submission to the orderly arrangement that's already been ordained, then you have the honor of being called one of Sarah's daughters who brought the seed in. Now, it, 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 we're not taught that out. Ladies, you're not taught that out. We were somewhere yesterday, I said, Renee, why are the black women always trying to act a monkey? You got to show who you are and you will go off on somebody. Why? I mean, she wanted this table. They weren't ready for that section. Now, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir. Ain't nobody said that, so just clean this out for me. And just being all loud, I said, look, when... Okay, all right. Uh, okay. That's another tribe. I don't know who that is. And I see it all the time. You know what? This is what y'all see on TV. This is what you heard uh, from your mentor coming up. This is what you hear everywhere you go. This is what you see. You be the mad black woman and you get what you want. Is that right? Yeah, this is fact. Okay, so we can see uh, that fathers are the builders of the family name. You catching it? Builders. Now, look at uh, number two. Fathers does what? Establish order in creation. Fathers does what? Establish order in creation. Actually, when a father show up, whether you have children or not, you should be a father before you have any babies in terms of being a, uh, a provider, a source, a head protector, uh, one who shows mercy and compassion. You, you're supposed to be that before you ever uh, lock your lips around any woman's mouth, talking about you getting married to her. That's supposed to be in place already. 
You understand? All right. And so when a father show up, order always show up. You catching this? All right. Now, Bereshit 2, 19 and 20. Now, Yahweh uh, Elohim had formed out of the ground all the wild animals. Here's creation. And all the birds in the sky. And what did he do? He brought them. Notice Elohim did not name anything on this earth because the earth was created for mankind to have dominion. Y'all understand? So he said, let them have dominion and let them rule and govern. So since they are ruling and governing, let them handle the show. Let them name it. Let them uh, uh, say and direct and command and say what's going to be what and what's going to be that. So he brought them to the man, Adam, to see what he would what? Name, call, or appoint them to be or reveal their, their purpose. So whatever the man, Adam, called each living cre creature that was his name. So Adam gave names to what? All livestock, the birds in the sky, the wild animals. Now look at Bereshit 2.23. The man, Adam, said after he had birthed Eve in the earth, not Eve, but Masa'izanigad, because the name was changed to Harvard, translated Eve after they failed. He said, this is what? Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, she. Who is naming her? Adam. She shall be called what? Isha. This word woman is Isha. The word for man we'll see later on is the word Ish. Isha, Ish is what has been created in the middle of the fire. Isha is what comes from the fire. Spell of olive shin spells fire. And then a high is on the end of it, meaning to reveal on earth what's in heaven or what already has been established in heaven. Fire represents purity. You understand? What comes from the fire, here she is right here. He knew she had came from him. He was created the original in the earth in terms of having a human body. He was created in the middle of the fire, and she is what came from me based on I was, where I was created. You kidding? All right. And then he says, for she was taken out of, he knew she had came from him, from Adam. That, that, that is why now who is, who is decreeing and declaring and, dis, and establishing the marriage institution in the earth. Who is establishing it? It's not the Father in heaven. Who is about to speak? Adam is yet talking. And he said that is why a man does what? Leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. They are together. You understand? So here is man still relative to the, uh, uh, nature, creation, and this other created being. He gave her her name and told her what was her role relative to his pattern. So marriage was placed in man when the father created him. And when man said this, he was colonized the earth with heaven principle. Marriages of heaven established on the earth by man. Y'all seeing this? All right, so it is, it, it is a will and purpose designed by the Father. Y'all catching it? But make sure you get with a man that understands it. Number three, a father receives what? Commands of the Father. That word command in the Hebrew, it means sayings or words. You can only receive the sayings or words of the Father being in his presence. See, the Garden of Eden was a place in the earth where the presence of heaven was open. 
it was right there. Where the anointing was present. It was prevalent. Adam had a ear to hear. You understand? If a man is not in the presence or not in the anointed, he is anointing, he is not hearing the sayings, the words of the Father. And the Father said, my words shall not return unto me, what? Void, meaning that a father received commands with no right to change it or not do it. He have a free will, but at the same time, if you are submitted to the will of the Father, you have given up your will to do his will. That's what Yeshua said. See, Yeshua was a pattern of every father in the earth. What I'm doing is not my thing, it's the Father's thing. When I say something, it's what the Father told me. I'm not going to stand there and tell you every time I say something the Father told me, you just need to hear what I'm saying, because if you were of the Father, you would hear my words, and I have to explain everything to you. That's basically what he told him. And then he said, no, I know who I'm from. <laughs> y'all talking about y'all Abraham, your father, I hear what you're saying, but I know who I'm from. He had total, 100% confidence and validation of who he were. So fathers have confidence of who they are. You understand? So when a father, you know, if you say something, then many times if doesn't agree with who you're saying it to, doesn't mean that you're wrong about what you're saying. It's just that they don't recognize who you are and where you're from. And Yahweh commanded, he, Elohim did what? He commanded, y'all see this? He commanded, he didn't ask him, he commanded him. He says, you are free to eat or receive uh, from any tree in the garden. Now he is dealing with natural, physical substanceness as well as spiritual doctrine. He says, but, in, but you must not eat, going something different now, from the tree of what? Knowledge of good and evil. Making a distinction between two sources. The trees that you can eat of, the fruit, everything that's in the earth belongs to you, and, and vegans want to try to use the Bible and say you can't eat no meat. Well, you need to, you're reading it from an English translation. When he said, I've given everything in the earth to you, he was at, at his disposal what he ate and what he did with it. This is why Sheol said over in 1 Timotheus that if you receive it with thanksgiving, then it's sanctified by the word of Elohim in prayer. They don't never quote that scripture. That one, you got to take it all together. Now, we have to decide what's good and nutritious for our bodies and what's not. And primarily, that's what we had a testimony this morning. The meat that you are eating is commercial processed meat. Primarily, you're eating chemicals. And it's killing you. And when you go to the salad bar, you're eating pesticides and herbicides and everything else they put in this stuff. Y'all seeing it? So if I have knowledge that something is bad for me and I'm going and go sanctified, then that's not sanctified because I'm going against what? A set law, a set principle that requires me to operate in light, knowledge, and not darkness. I was glad to hear that coming off that beat. I'm, I'm glad it got happy because I know what's in that message. And it's not based on a religious perception. It's based on a what need to go in my body perception. He told her everything is here is yours. You got dominion. You govern. You make the choices. All right? All right, so... When he said the tree of knowledge is good and evil, he was talking about the fallen angel, the old serpent, Lucifer. He, he was there. They had been kicked out of heaven. And he said, if you take from him, you're surely going to die. Spiritually, you're going to be cut off from me. The place, the presence of heaven is going to be shut off. And the minute that they took of those words, what happened? Food didn't rot. 
heaven was shut off. Right? So if this tree was talking about food, it would have been some dealing with food. Now, I know the earth changed and stuff like that. He had to really work the earth to make it give up its substance. But he was talking about receiving another way, another word other than my word spiritually for your spiritual substance. Now, look at Bereshit 3.17. To Adam, he said, man, that's, uh, Adam, he said, because you listened to your wife. You see this? You didn't listen to my command. You listened to what she told you. And what she was telling you was something that the old serpent had told her. So you're not being the source now. You, you, that's, that's huge. You not being the source, you letting someone else be your source. Now you have put or allowed your wife or you allowed Master Ezenigad to be a father to you and you're supposed to be a father to her. You're supposed to be a father husband and she's never supposed to be a father husband to you. That never supposed to happen like that. And if a man is ignorant, don't have knowledge, then why you... <laughs> Because the ladies meet, they say, but what if he don't know nothing? You married him. You knew he didn't know nothing when you married him. You were just lonely. And now you're extra lonely because you got with somebody who don't know nothing. You understand? So now you got four or five jobs because you got to pray and operate by influence to get him over into the position he needs to be without teaching him in. Because the Master Ezenigad wasn't designed to teach him. She was designed to prophesy to him, repeat to him what she, he gave to her. And I'm going to show you in the scripture that women actually teach their children. He said, don't forsake the law of Torah. And Torah means teaching that come from the leader on the cross or the leader who, leader who established a covenant. Don't forsake what your mama is teaching you. Nor the discipline or commands of your father. You see the different role play? One is what? Relative to the children. is teaching the children. You, you understand? Giving instructions, ways of life, things like that. One is giving commands. Your mama's going to work with you and talk this thing out. Your daddy's going to tell you what to do. You better do it. <laughs> to Adam, he said, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat. Curse is the ground because of you. Now, because Adam did not function as a father in his position, a curse was released. And I got to stop. A curse was released. Bad stuff came on the earth, not because he didn't even go to Master Ezenigad and say, because of you, this is going to happen. He went back to the who? The main emphasis is the source. And don't know men, don't take this, try to be no dictator. Women, you got to stay in your place. Well, you out of place by talking like that, number one, bro. You know, dictator. You know, these women around here. Wait a minute. Hold on, brother. You came from one of them. Through them. Y'all catching it? All right. Uh, let me get at least one more in, okay? I do? Well, that clock must be wrong then. Oh, that's why I got, Wait a minute. I thought I was pacing myself. Something, 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 something. All right. Look at uh, Miss Masail. Messiah 6 and 20. Messiah 6 and 20. Y'all know what that is. Messiah 6 and 20. If you've been studying your original book titles and names like I asked you to. For everybody else, Proverbs. Those that has been colonized is Proverbs. 
Miss Leah, sorry, Miss Sayers asked, Ms. Oh, okay, I know y'all know a little something, something. He's scrunching at me. <laughs> yeah, it's Miss Leah, 6 and 20. Messiah is asked. Get it? I don't, we don't have it up here. Okay, y'all ready? I'm going to read it to you. He says, my son, that word son is benign. And it's actually talking about the son as well as children, sons and daughters. Keep your who? Father's command. Father's command. And do not forsake your mother's teaching. See, the NIV uh, translated Torah as teaching because Torah, that would it mean teaching, instruction, discipline. You understand? It's not talking about the five books of Moshe. It's talking about all the teaching or the five books of the law. That's what religion have dissected and, and, and uh, said things are. It, it don't, every word, every word, somebody say every word, every word of the king cannot be broken. If it can't be broken, it can't pass. So he says to keep your father's command and don't forsake the teaching of your mother. I see it. Getting it? We're looking at functions of fathers because this is a problem. And ladies, y'all should be happy, you know, it's not your fault. <laughs> It's not your fault. You done followed the wrong pattern. Some of you had mothers who gave you the wrong pattern. Some of y'all bossy because you had a bossy mama. And don't, don't nobody want you. Better want them headaches. Oh, no. They don't want that. That's why he got four or five women around the corner. Somebody going to rub his head. He got getting his head rubbed, sleeping with you, but getting his head rubbed over there. All right. Uh, fathers are a defense against any destructive curse. So if something as bad is going on, you get a father in place, I guarantee you to change. If you get a man and start mentoring him and we begin to be in, getting developed uh, to that father level, and you talk about that in Yokonon, three stages of growth. When you get over to it, he said, fathers, you have known the father. I call you father. I'm, I'm writing a letter to you children. He said, children, young men, and fathers. See, so we have to understand we got to grow. You're just going to up and do this overnight. This is this is not no quick, fast, in a hurry. You be some secular uh, singer or some star in the world, and then you say you got saved, and the next day you're on the stage telling people about the word. You don't know nothing. And you couldn't know nothing prior to that because of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 said the world can't receive the knowledge of the kingdom of heaven. And he said, because you have received the spirit of the anointing, you know all things that have been freely given. But he said, hey, the natural person don't know nothing. You, I, all that studying you did before you got born again, that was just information. You're just repeating information. You're not repeating uh, illumination that came as a result of your dedication that conformed your lifestyle to the kingdom that will have a manifestation. It, you didn't do it that way. So when y'all see the world religion grab somebody that's popular, Kanye West ain't the first one. It's been plenty of them. They grab them and, and sling them on the, the television networks to get y'all to send them, send them to your money and say, see, Christian, hey, we Christians, we, we, getting a, we getting a heathen saved. You ain't getting nobody saved. You're violating principle. You understand? What point of getting, is it to get a person saved and you don't bring them to the knowledge of the truth? They ain't going to be no good on the earth. They just got a passport but never exercised a represented Never exercise any rights they have or represent the kingdom that sent them here. So it's, it's nothing new. Uh, 
Bereshit 3.17, to Adam he said, because you have what? Listened to your wife and ate or listened, took those words from this being about which I commanded you not to, you must not eat, curses the ground because of you. So when he got out of position, the curse came in. As long as he was in his position, the curse couldn't come in. You seeing this? All right. And he went on to say what was going to happen in the earth. And then Malachi 4 and 6 says he would turn the hearts of the, the NIV said parents, but his fathers. That word for a father in the original, I always go to the Hebrew Bible and look at it, is the Hebrew word av, olive bet, beget. Okay. So I would turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their father, or else I will come and strike the earth with total destruction. The father is not coming and striking the earth. Y'all, I broke that down over and over again. You know what that means now, don't you? That a false father would set itself up as being a father, and by that not being a real father, a curse is released because he has nothing to defend against the curse. He is there to bring a curse. So if he don't turn that father's heart to the children and the children to the father, then a curse coming in. Bad stuff. A redefined family going to come in. Laws will be passed. And that's fine in the world. You know, I see things totally, that's the world. That's democracy. Democracy is not the kingdom. It's not okay in the kingdom. I'll tell people all the time, you can marry three mules, four geese, five blackbirds, and two pigeons. Don't you ever let it come out of your mouth that the king condoned that. And that it's okay by the word. Because once you say that, now we got, we, got some, we, got some, we got some issues. We got to deal with some stuff. Because as an ambassador, I'm going to tell you no and hell to the no. You cannot change the word of the king. A man is to be married to a woman. A woman is to be married to a man, period. Can't no president on earth or a democracy or republican government change the kingdom. We're living in two different governments. We're supposed to manifest the government of the kingdom to the government in the earth. And you sitting up there talking about you a pastor and you got a man sitting up there with his legs crossed, popping his lips, talking about that's your first lady of man of the church. Yes, of the church of religion. Religion and the kingdom is two different things. So, y'all catching there? So I, I told you I changed, totally changed. Kingdom concepts change everything. That's I see this clearly. That's the so I can't even pray for the father to put people in position in the government that the father's not a part of. I can pray that ambassadors would seek to go in those positions and bring a change. Y'all see the difference? Because you got ambassadors out here that should be in political positions. They are passing churches. When you can be in that position, he said go out into all the world systems, did he not? And bring them un under your school of thought of the kingdom. The words I taught you, you teach them. Once you teach them, they'll start to change the way they're doing things. Until the heart has changed, don't nothing change. Because laws are policies that govern the lives of the people. Po political, politics, politics to police the laws of the land relative to the behavior of the people. So if you get someone that's a kingdom ambassador, they probably not going to elect them, number one. But at least they're saying, this is who I am, this is what I stand for, and we, we're not doing it no other way. That's kind of tight, in.
All right. Ezekiel 22 and 30. Yehekiel 22 and 30. I don't have this here. Let's look at it. 22 and 30. We're going to, I want you to look at it. Go to what's called Ezekiel. Now, you know these names were changed based on what? By who? There you go. And English or whatever. Whoever, when you change a name for a, relative to a translation, you just, uh, uh, you, you're an anti-word person. Because the names are the original names given by their parents. Now, who told you you own somebody and you're going to change their name? But well, we just, nope, leave the names the same. You can change other words, but names stay the same. That's why we place emphasis on where it don't matter. Yes, it does. In religion, it don't matter. The kingdom, it does. So he says, uh, y'all got it? He says, so I, I look for, uh, now the NIV says someone. <clears throat> the other versions, most of them say a man. Because this word someone is the word Isha. You get Ish, I mean Ish, you get Ish and Isha. And I went to the Hebrew Bible just to make sure, and there it was, Ish. He wasn't looking for anybody, he was looking for a male man. Among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so that I would not have to destroy it, but I found none. So I will pour out my wrath on them and consume them with my fire anger bringing down on their own heads all they have done declares the sovereign Yahweh. So what he was saying, you are here to be a reflection of the nation of heaven in the earth. You know, I'm your king. I'm dealing with you. You got a covenant with me, but you breaking covenant by you breaking covenant, you're going to allow some other stuff. So it's not so much as his wrath. It's already what's been established to happen when covenant is broke. And he is saying, I need a man to build this wall up to stop this curse from coming. Same thing with Malachi 4 and 5 and 6. I got to have a father, a male, a man who would get in my face because he is the one I put, in, I put that was in my face when I established him to stop the, stop the curse from coming in. The woman, the curse got in. He could have stopped that. She could have did what she did, and he had not received that teaching. He could have rebuked it, reproved it, stopped it, and the curse never would have came in earth. Because why? He was in the position, and it's his function to prevent that. You know, down through the years of intercession, we, we taught this a lot of intercession, you know, and just looking at the original words, because I wanted to make sure he wasn't just talking about anybody. No, he was talking about Ish, Aleph, Yud, Shin. The man who was created in the middle of fire. I'm looking for Adam. Y'all remember Yeshua being the last Adam? Actually, it's the original Adam. And what did Yeshua do? He came here and did what? He built the wall. He paid the price. Went through the means of Calvary to pay the price to restore man back to his position of righteousness and back to a position of, of receiving the blessing he's supposed to have. Y'all getting it now? He didn't send a, he didn't send a woman. He sent a man. Didn't he? He did that because a man is what? The source. I don't want nobody to get mis a misconception of this in thinking that male men or fathers are elevated above women. It's not about that. It's about position and function and being a source. And if we all can see this, we will begin to pray strategically that these men would 
be able to connect with a father who can mentor them. You can, a single mother, ain't no problem. Ask the father for a father that you can connect with without, you know, sleeping with him, you know, and be able to have a relationship that you can trust with your son to mentor somebody and you start in your family. Somebody in there got, got to have something. You understand? And when you, just because you send them somewhere, allow somebody to be around them, that doesn't mean that they're being properly mentored based on kingdom precepts. Because you send them away and they listen to all kind of crazy music. They, they watching pornography. They, they taking them around cussing. Everything they do, they taking them around. You think, oh, well, well he with my cousin. My cousin got money, so that'll be good for him. Worst thing you could ever do. Or you send them around some religious jokers. Another worst thing you ever could. So we get, now can you see how big this issue is? And you can never, ever be a father. Y'all seeing it? A mother, well, I raised my sons, and they got businesses, and one passing a church, and one, oh, okay. When you get through, that's yours. What about the rest of them? They made a choice. I guarantee you they chose some male man or some father to follow that pattern to get where they are going. I guarantee it because of the laws of the kingdom. Now, the world is a whole different situation, different system. All right. So I'm going to close on this since I'm out of time for real now. <laughs> Fathers are the key to what? Success of nations. Now, how many men really? Now, men and women, how many just willing to look at it differently now? Then when you see a young man and when you see, you know, uh, this person, how important their position is. Or when you look at yourself now, what about how you think about yourself? You can't say you can't do it because you got it in you already. When the foundations are destroyed, and who is the foundation of the family? Who is the foundation of nations? Father. When the foundations are destroyed, uh, being destroyed, what can the righteous do? And the scripture went on to say, Yahweh is still on his holy throne. He's still in heaven. He's still there waiting. He's still, he's still there. All we got to do is turn our faces toward him. All right? Okay, so I just wanted to share that with you briefly. Those are just, it's plenty more. I just went to the, the beginning, Bereshit and looked at some things that the father was putting into this male man to do at the beginning, before everything got out of whack. So from that point on, Yeshua was coming back to restore it. All right? Well, we are thankful, and those that are watching, we appreciate you so much. YouTube livers, be sure to click the like button and that bell at the top and become a subscriber, and you'll get notification every time we go on. Uh, do Facebook watch parties. I mean, this is important. We don't, put, we don't, I never confess to know everything, but the part I know, I better be knowing it before I say it. <laughs> okay? And we need fathers, not just men, but what? Fathers with what? Vision of the kingdom. So when we get through having the marches and the men meeting, and you talk about stuff, and it's not kingdom-based, kingdom-centered, you're just going to have a bigger mess. Because a young man will walk out of there thinking he's okay but he have not received a vision from the kingdom, all right? All right, so uh, we appreciate it so much. We're going to switch over to our congregation page.